Hello and welcome back to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Savage Turbos. Yes, we have tuned out the content this week. We've put a podcast we've put a podcast out every single day, and we're just trying to get everybody prepped just in time for the Supercoach season to start next week. And it's pretty much the trickiest round one possible that we could do. So next week, round zero team lists come out. You're going to have to navigate your side around that and then wait for team lists coming in next week. Um, We are on Instagram Live at the moment. So if you do have any questions, please leave them below and I'll answer them and they'll be uploaded to the podcast. So please leave your questions below. But first, I've got some questions to answer that are put in the Supercoach Experience Facebook group. Let's answer them right now. So Spud MGD, what is your highest spend in the center wing position? It's one of the hardest positions to get right, but I also find the fastest way to make cash gen. It's very funny because uh, I think there's the lack of cheapies in center wings has made me reevaluate my tactics with it. Uh, my high spend is Valentine Holmes, and I actually really want to go up to Greg Marju. I think with the lack of cheapies there, I think you've got to put as many value options or at least options that you know are going to score well in your team as much as possible. So Valentine Holmes is my highest. My second highest is Dylan Lucas. It was Karaz, but I'm a bit worried about all the Bulldogs that are in my team at the moment. If you're on the Instagram live, please uh, leave a message, uh, leave a question for your Supercoach side. Dean Pickup, do you think the strategy is changing to having more guns in the center wing rather than cheapies as possible? Yes, uh, just as I said before, I think having more value options and people you know are going to score well. Uh, I think with all these center wing options that people do have in their sides at the moment, one, they're not going to get picked. Two, they're actually not going to score that well, even if they do get picked. So I think you've got to stack it up as much as you can. Um, Liam Howie, are we starting with the RTS or do we have depression after round one because we didn't start with him? I think with RTS, it's a very strange one. He looks very good, uh, but in his daily and winning season, he only averaged 71 at fullback. So the fact that he's not going to be playing fullback in a position where we don't know where he's actually going to score at, I'm leaving him out at the moment. He's priced at about a 55. Uh, I think that's probably what he'll average. Uh, At the price, he's probably someone who can hold his value. So I don't think he's a bad pickup, but I don't think he's a great pickup. Um, But that being said, the Warriors have a good draw. They always have a good draw, especially when they get games in New Zealand. And he's going to be a vocal point of the attack. They're going to add strings to their bow, the Warriors, and he's going to be part of that. Adam Sargent, Will Penasini at the Eels worth a punt. I think the Eels are going to come back very strong this year and I think he's going to be a nice little pickup. But I think at the price, I probably just can't go near him. Uh, So on the Supercoach Experience Facebook group, we've got Barry Beasley. I I have Turbo and Paps. Blake Taff is named at fullback for the Dogs. Do you think he's worth starting and dropping Paps? I think he's actually a better purchase than Pappenhausen, but I think they're both... Pretty low upside players, especially early on in the season. Pappenhausen, we know he's probably one of the highest ceiling players in the game. But early on in the season, especially leading into that buy, I don't think he's a high upside option. So, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't be going either of them. Uh, Me and Timmy talked about it in the fullback episode. I think 
I'd be more keen on going someone like Will Kennedy at fullback just to start the season up until he has his bye. Uh, just because Will Kennedy, his draw versus his, his historically the last three seasons, he's averaged about 70 in the first six or seven weeks. So someone like, I think you've got to look at the start and then think about a plan. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think neither of them, but if you had to choose one, I think Paps because he's going to be more of a long-term hold. Let's go over to the Instagram live questions. Uh, Matthew J. Price on Instagrams, when are you releasing your latest team selections? I will not be doing another one uh, because I think three is too many for one person. Uh, we'll be doing Timmy's next week though. Chris Francis223 on Instagram, name your top 10 draft picks. I think Cleary and Hines, number one. Uh, number 345 is going to be Turbo, Drinkwater, Latrell, Walsh. I think that's six. Uh, and then the next four, probably Harry Grant. I'm not a massive draft guy, so... I don't know how to kind of play this. Like with the fullbacks, do you just wait and see if someone picks them up first or do you do you aim for these lower ceiling positions? Like uh, do you go for Harry Grant first if you, if you don't pick up a gun fullback straight away or, or you don't get Nico or Cleary? Rugby League Realm, how do you grow a mustache like that, please? I've been growing this since uh, November. I've trimmed it a couple of times, but um, yeah, just don't shave, I guess. Campbell Cormac 99, is Salmon a good mid-range cash cow? I think Salmon is a great cash cow. I don't know if it's going to translate to super coach though. Um, he's 317,000. It looked like he got like 31 points on the weekend uh, for last week's trial match. I don't know if – like he played magnificently. He ball played really good. I don't know if it's going to translate to super coach though. Jack Patton, how many minutes can we expect from Lukey? So with the departure of Luciano Leilua, a spot opens up for Lukey. Um, in games over 60 minutes, he averaged 80.7, and that, there was only five games there. So he is someone who, if he plays above 60 minutes, he's pretty much a must-have. But with Lukey, the... It depends on Finny Fuiaki. If he comes off the bench, he's someone who eats into Lukey's minutes. Uh, if he doesn't, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because Lukey becomes a massive, genuine gun option if he gets the minutes. All right, let's go into a trial preview. Uh, I'm going to name a couple of players that we think we need to look out for in every game. Uh, this week, we've got the Rabbitohs and the Roosters tonight at 6 o'clock. Honestly, this is just going to be one game that you just sit back, watch, and enjoy because uh, there's not much going on here. I really thought Braden Burns would have snuck into their top 30 for the Rabbitohs this year at some point, but uh, looks like it's not happening early on. Uh, he's not going to get picked early on, so... Um, I mean, he uh, CJ Mundine is coming off the bench for the Rabbitohs. That that'll be an interesting watch. But for Supercoach, there's nothing really out there. Uh, it's just just sit back and enjoy the footy at six o'clock. Uh, be happy it's back, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, for the Sharks versus Bulldogs, there's a lot going on here. The Sharks have named pretty much a full strength side, and so have the Bulldogs. One thing to watch out for here will be who is goal kicking. Uh, Matt Burton kicked in the trials last week. 
but Stephen Crichton didn't play. So I think one to watch out for. If Stephen Crichton kicks goals, he is one to consider. But I thought coming over from the Panthers, him playing fullback was a potential option. The fact that he is named at centre, I think whatever he loses from leaving Penrith to the Bulldogs, he pretty much goal kicking will close that gap a little bit, but I think he loses way too much to become a super coach option. Uh, but if he does move to fullback, I'd be very interested. I just don't know if the ball gets out to him enough. Like he'll be playing on Drew Hutchinson's side. Uh, Drew Hutchinson, another one to look out for. Looks like he's won that spot over Toby Sexton, which I really like him available in the center wing, which I love. Uh, Josh Curran named on the bench, Sam Hughes and Jamin Salmon. They're all watchers, but obviously don't look too much into it. They're all watchers. If you like what you see, pull the trigger if you need to. Uh, Braden Trindle is a massive watch here. I think it's going to be misleading today what Braden Trindle produces because Nico Hines is out with a quad strain. Um, a lot of people kind of saying, oh, I'm selling Hines now. I wouldn't be too worried about selling Hines. Uh, he did this exact thing last year and scored 185 on his return. A quad strain... Uh, I played a footy game a couple of weeks ago and I pulled my groin and I thought it was going to be like three-week recovery and it was only two weeks before the game. Uh, And I was recovered by game day. So uh, obviously if it's a just a tightness, he's going to be fine for round one. Round one's still not till three weeks away or something like that. Um, Not much else to look for in that game, but moving on to the Storm versus the Knights. Now, the big one here is the Dylan Lucas, Kai Pierce, Paul rotation. Uh, The way I think it's going to play out is when Kai Pierce, Paul comes onto the field, I think Adam Elliott comes off and Tyson Frizzell goes into lock. I think that's what's going to happen. And potentially, maybe Lucas comes off and then Frizzell goes back onto the edge when Adam Elliott comes back on. So uh, that's going to be an interesting interesting watch. We're not going to get an 80-minute sample size today from today's game. So it's it's real tricky. Uh, I'm, I'm not loving uh, choosing any of these guys, but they're, they're really tempting if they get the minutes. And I've got Lucas in my side at the moment. But, um, yeah, we've got a question here on Instagram. Is it ballsy to take Marju straight up? I love Marju straight up. Uh, he averaged pretty much against his first six opponents. He didn't score below 60 or 70 last year. So th- he he was crazy last year. I think just because everyone had him and he wasn't exciting to own, uh, everyone just kind of thinks, yeah, he, he's, he's a good option. He scored... Big sometimes, but because he wasn't a pod, it wasn't exciting. Him as a pod early on, you're going to get that feeling. Uh, so I really like the Marju and starting with Marju. And the thing is, his his floor is not 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 small. Like his floor is 44 or something like that because he just tackle bus like a machine. Uh, another one to watch is who goal kicks today for the Newcastle Knights. Um, I think it'll be Ponga. But interesting to see if Cogger comes onto the field, if anything changes there. On the other side of the field, the goal kicking is the big one. Um, Will Pappy kick? I did have someone message me the other day just asking, do you think Pappy just didn't kick because he got bugged by all these super coach questions and he doesn't want to be bugged anymore? Um, 
I mean, valid point to some extent, but I don't think as a professional rugby league player, they'll be worrying about things like that because they get DMs all the time annoying them. So, um, And another one here, Kane Bradley is a very close watch. I, I want to see how that works out. If he's training the house down, 238K in your center wing, thank you. Uh, Krista Brosnan on Instagram. Jackson Paulo, sneaky pod with a healthy turbo, 478K. I like Jackson Paulo when he has a good draw. And I think that's from about round six onwards. Uh, Not with a great draw. I looked at his stats from last year. He had 109.91 and then he had like a 70. And after that, it was just a lot of 20s. It's very concerning. Moving on to the Warriors versus Dolphins. Tain Tuapiki gets that fullback spot. I think RTS is the massive watch from the Warriors. Uh, Everyone at the Warriors is pretty much priced at their absolute peak. So with the Warriors, I'm staying away. Uh, The big one over at the Dolphins is definitely Jack Bostock and Tessie New. See how they go. They're very... um they're very cheap-ish options. Tessie New's not as cheap, so I probably wouldn't start with him if he ends up getting that spot. But Jack Bostock, I think he's 314K. He's someone who you potentially want to look at starting with if he does get named. Uh, the Hammer as well. Um, I don't want to read too much into trials and trial form because I've been misled very massively in the past. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave that one there. We've got some questions on Instagram. J- this is Howie. Jack Howard, how are you going, mate? Bro, you looking strong. Uh, I'm thinking of running Jai Arrow in my s- as my second front row forward thoughts. I love Jai Arrow at the front row, and he was a great option when he started in the back row couple of years ago. Uh, he didn't play there last year, but I think what will happen is he'll shift into the middle when needed, but he might not. He might just play 80 minutes on the edge, so uh, that's a massive watch, and I guess we'll wait till see Teamless, and if uh, Talis Duncan is named, that's concerning for Arrow, or it's, it's actually pretty good because he'll move into the middle, uh, but I just want to see that bench and just see what what happens there. Uh, we've got Corey Clark on Instagram. Sam Hughes, a good option. Of course, he's a good option. He can pretty much go anywhere. He's in my starting front row spot at the moment. Um, keen to have an eye on him today. Back to Manly versus Broncos, 5.55 on Saturday. Not much going on here. We've got Jamie Humphreys, who is starting at six, who I thought was going to get a bench spot. We've also got Jordan Chen-Kam-Tong. So it's interesting to see how that plays out there. It looks like maybe Manly are going with Carl Lawton on the bench, which I don't hate. I think he's a great utility player, and he deserves to be there. He's one of the most polished utilities you could probably get. So it makes sense. He's just Injury history has been awful. Um, ben Takura for the Broncos is getting a start. And Kurt Falls comes from Penrith to go to the Broncos. So interesting to see him go there. Um, I hope he goes well. He, he's a really good player. Corey Clark, who is your hooker. I've got um, Reese Robson and Jaden Braley at the moment. But uh, hopefully Jaden Braley is good for round one. Dragons versus the Tigers, Saturday, 24th of February at 8.05 p.m. The big watch here, Kyle Flanagan, see how he goes. Um, with the signing of Luciano Leilua, I think Tom Eisenhuth at center wing isn't an option anymore. But uh, definitely uh, an interesting option if things do fall his way come team lists. Um, William Fafida is a very popular option as well. I think with someone like, um, with someone like Liam Henry, 
emerging and Xavier Willison and Sam Hughes. I think you're better off going going that way instead of Viliami Fafita. On the other side of the park, Aiden Caesar and Alex Seafarth. I'm very interested to see how he goes. Api Coruscant. We want to see if he's kicking goals. If he's kicking goals, he's definitely an option. Uh, you just have to make sure that that backup hooker is right for round uh, for round one to slot into your starting hooker position. 3 p.m. on Sunday, Raiders versus the Cowboys. The big one here is every single Raiders option. We've got Morgan Smithy starting at number 13. We've got James Schiller in the centers. K.O. Weeks and Ethan Strange in the halves. I think that'll be a battle out. Uh, K.O. Weeks looks like he'll get it. Um, I'm pretty happy to start with K.O. Weeks if he does get that spot. Uh, another one, James Schiller, 238K. So hopefully he has another blinder and he's locked into our side. It's going to be awkward because if Rupana gets that fullback spot, does Chris come back and take uh, Schiller's position? Who knows? Uh, another one is Danny Levi. He's an interesting option potentially at hooker, 238K. On the other side of the field for the Cowboys, Helam Lukey. Uh, I mean, we don't need to see how these guys, how their form is because we're going to get them in our sides regardless. We just want to make sure that their roles are exactly what we expect them to be. Uh, and with Lukey, uh, Finny Fuiaki is named to 21. So what that tells me, Lukey's locked in for big minutes. I think Finny Fuiaki is the only one challenging Lukey for their minutes. Moving on to the Titans versus the Eels. Big on in, on in the Titans. And what I did notice, uh, Jacob Alec is... Uh, a cheapy who is named starting back row. I think maybe Joe Stimson comes in and gets that spot or Cleese Haas, but uh, that's a massive watch there. But yeah, Jacob Arlick, uh the big thing here is does Bo Firma play on the left edge? If he plays on the left edge, I think he's going to be someone a lot of people lock in. Uh, I'm still undecided whether I lock him into my side myself. But uh, it's a massive watch. Uh, Kenan Palacy, I'm very keen to see how he goes. I'm very keen on him at 365,000. Dual front row, second row. Harley Smith-Shields is named at centre. So if he gets a start come round one, he's a cheapie that we can all rely on. And I think with with the Titans potentially having a breakout season, I think this is a top eight year for the Titans. If Harley Smith-Shields gets a start, he's a cheapie that's nearly got to be 100% owned. Uh, I know in the past he hasn't really improved himself super coach-wise, but you've got to take these guys when you can get them, and we don't have many available at the moment. On the other side of the field, we've got a full-strength Parramatta. Uh, I think the hook is is the big watch there. That's it for the week. Um, We'll answer some Instagram questions right now. We've got Jai Christie. Is Cam Murray someone to watch in the first few weeks until we know what Talis Duncan's role is? Um, yeah, I think Cam Murray's pretty much locked in for big minutes, I reckon. I heard Pete Mamazellis is probably going to come off the bench, so that allows Cam Murray to have more minutes. Uh, maybe maybe Murray shifts to an edge and Damien Cook plays a bit of lock. Uh, so that's also good for Murray considering he can get them attacking stats. Corey Clark, who are you looking at? Cheap option at 5'8 as a starter. I've got KO Weeks at the moment. I haven't had him all preseason, but he looked pretty good in the trials and I'm liking what I'm hearing from the reports of Ricky and um, pretty much saying play free-flowing footy. I think 5'8's probably more suited to KO Weeks than fullback was. Uh, He probably had too much to think about at fullback and that's why he only based about 26 
at fullback, which isn't which isn't bad to be honest, uh, considering he didn't get any attacking stats. Uh, at halfback, you might get a few more few more tackles, uh, hands on the ball, and hopefully some at least some try contributions going out to the going out to the wings and off that forward pack. Like if any half is playing off that forward pack, they're going to benefit. Thoughts on Jacob Karaz says Davey Choi, sneaky pod. I had Karaz in my team for a long time and I had to get him out for um, for Dylan Lucas. So I really like Karaz, but my problem is too many Bulldogs players. You can't have too many Bulldogs players in your side. I, like at the moment, I'll be playing Sam Hughes, Drew Hutchinson, Bronson Cherry, and I had... I uh, got Jamin Salmon. I had Josh Curran at the time. So uh, we also got another one up here. Kane Bradley, the hidden cheapie. Yeah, I just talked about him before. Kane Bradley, keep a massive eye out for him this weekend. This 230K available at center wing. Uh, if he does get that start, he'll get that second row jewel. So I'm very excited to see Kane Bradley. Riley Pascoe, thoughts on Frizzell? I, yeah, Frizzell's an interesting one. I don't think he gets 80 minutes on the edge, uh, I think with Kai Pierce-Paul on the bench, he shifts into the middle and that potentially uh, – he potentially gets more base stats, but that also means he's, he's a potential of getting rested for a certain amount of minutes as well considering they want to um, try and uh, give these people a rest. Uh, the middle's always – they can't play big minutes. Is Trindle and Hind as a combo at halfback only going to hurt each other? I think if you have Trindle, so Trindle definitely takes away from Hines. How much he takes away, I don't think he takes away too much too often, but I think it's a positive to be honest because from what I saw in the All-Stars match, they both had their hands on the ball and instead of that that left side player when Mulatalo or Talakai always got them tries and try assists, Trindle's taking all them. Like, the, the the left side and right side were really split as it was anyway. Like, Trindle, uh, Moylan was top in try contributions for the comp in 2022. And we saw last year that they, they didn't score as much on that left edge. And I think Trindle coming in, he's going to be the guy not getting try contributions. It won't go to Will Kennedy. It'll be him. Uh, so, I'm very excited to see that. Thoughts on the blob, says Blake. Blake Laurie. Uh, um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think he had a career year last year. So, pr- no value there. Riley Pascoe, 100%. Great take on that, man. Thank you. I don't know what you're talking about, what I was talking about. So, um, was that the Trindle thing? About five. Do- oh, five dogs players. Yeah. Yep. All right, I think we'll finish it up there. Uh, cheers for jump, jumping on on the Instagram Live and uh, head over to the podcast when it is uploaded because that'll be up there. Uh, and, yeah, keep a massive eye out for trials this week. It's going to be an interesting week of footy, but I'm just pumped for next week, eh? I don't think I'll watch heaps of trials. I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, but, yeah, pumped for the footy next week. And, yeah, I think next week we'll try from Monday to Friday to get your podcast every day once again. But once the season kicks off, it'll be the regular wrap-up Tuesday podcast and then on the burst on Wednesday. So cheers, guys, and we'll see you on Monday.